Welcome to Karate360, your look at the world of karate from local to global and back again. I'm your co-host, Richard Mosdell. And I'm the other host, Kalen Angloss. Karate360, let's start this show. You will kick high and I will sweep low. From local to global, it's the thing that we love, karate. San Rokumaru. <laughs> that worked out pretty Trying good. to enunciate every syllable. Can't stop me now. <laughs> Can't stop me now. No one stop me, man. I saw the uh, new Freddie Mercury movie. The uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. So that was a shout out to, uh, to Freddie. To Freddie. Shout out to Freddie. Have you seen it? I have not, but I've been thinking about going. It was, dare I say, excellent. Wow. It was very good. Bold words. Very, very good. I mean, I'm not... The movie critic that you are, you have a lot more experience in that field. However, no, uh, you enjoyed it. You enjoyed I enjoyed it. it. And Absolutely. the guy who played uh, Freddie Mercury, I thought, like knocked it out of the park. Sure, looks amazing. Yeah, it was really, really, really good. Really good. That's awesome. Total backstory, everything. It had, it had everything that you would hope a Freddie Mercury Queen movie would have. Sweet. Yeah, like right from their origins all the way, all the way up to going big. That's awesome. Yeah, and one of the things I really liked about it was. And I'm sure they, they did their back, and this is the way he probably was, but he was always striving for, like, the next big thing. Like, always lo- looking bigger, looking bigger, looking bigger. Yes. Not to, like, there's not really a spoiler in the movie, but he had they had gone and seen a producer, and uh, it was when they were first coming out with Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. And he and the producer was saying, this is a six-minute song. There's no way, no radio is going to play a six-minute yeah, yeah. song. And then he said, well, that's that's our song. He said, we're going to have to cut it down or else I can't promote this this song. And he said, well, then I guess we'll have to find somebody else. And the guy goes, yeah, well, you know, uh, you see that record on the wall, Pink Floyd, the wall? That's uh, I produced yes. that. And Freddie Mercury goes, yeah, but Pink Floyd didn't have a Freddie Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And, uh, of course, it worked out pretty well for uh-huh. him. So that's just awesome. always striving for the next thing. It was great. I thought it was, you should see it. I will see it. Yeah, I've been thinking about seeing it. Uh, I used to see like two or three movies a week. Oh, yeah? Yes. Yeah. I, this was my first movie experience in the reclining chairs. Ah. It's a game changer. Yes. Changes the whole thing. I like the reclining chairs, but not in the summertime. Okay. Get sweaty. S- people wear their sandals. Mm, and they don't clean their feet. That's a good call. And I was like, ooh, yeah, no reclining chairs in the summer. Just kind of ruins it yeah, a little ruins bit. Yeah, ruins it. Winter, okay. Yeah. Um, I noticed that Deadpool 2 is coming out again. But this time as a PG version with no swearing or killing Re- people. Really? So the little kids can watch it, right? Okay. Because the kids have been asking to watch Deadpool. Yeah, and yeah. So they, they added a few new scenes. I guess that's kind of, that that's smart. But yes. I also know a lot of little kids that <laughs> still watched it, it yeah, and yeah. probably shouldn't have. But <laughs> I haven't seen two. I watched the first 20 minutes of two and it okay. was good. It was good. Yes. But... Uh, and somewhere in there, we're supposed to talk about karate, but this is so much fun. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're just bantering away. Just bantering just away. Whatever comes our way. Well, we got a lot of karate stuff happening. I mean, the season is underway, basically, and we got things uh, happening this weekend. We got the provincial championships. Yeah, and and for Team Kenzan and the club, this is our last tournament of the season. Yeah. Yeah, so provincial championships, big one. Everyone's been aiming for it. It's been really fun having them with their training plans and their... Uh, preparing for, you know, their what gear, yeah, what yeah. days, what food, which one they're going to go to. Let them decide mm. a lot of the stuff. Mm. Um, and uh, as you saw tonight, big crew. It was great. Tonight's class was awesome. Shout out to Warren too for for coming out Warren, from PG. Absolutely to uh, come train with us and just got up in the energy. Warren said he was out working in the in the bush and his in cell the bush, phone as he does as he does and his cell phone. Uh, couldn't reach the internet and he didn't have any songs or something like that and he had only had 
15 Karate 360 podcasts. So he just listened <laughs> to us. <laughs> like, well, had enough of you guys. Warren, you're welcome. You're welcome. We saved your butt <laughs> way out there. Yeah. In the forest. Probably just tired of our voices after that. <laughs> That's pretty um, funny. So provincials this weekend, uh, rec athletes on Saturday and elite athletes on Sunday. And I think it's just over 400 people. Mm, nice. Yes. So um, should be nice, good showing. We've got 10 people competing. Uh, at all different levels and spots. Mm. Yeah. Fortunately, good. I won't be able to make it though. Wah, wah. Mm. Yeah, you're gonna you watch a, book yourself. You're watching a charity boxing match, aren't you? Yeah, it's gonna be fight for the cause That's on awesome. Saturday, which is gonna be really good. I've thought about entering that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You would probably do quite well. <laughs> <laughs> you probably did just fine based off of the competition I've seen. I uh, I know a guy who did it two or three years ago. Okay. And. Uh, all the training is, I just thought it would be kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. You should tell me you have no training. No, I don't have any combat sport training yeah. at all. I've, you know, I, I just run my own, uh, I don't know. That's right. Laundromat. I've or something. got a CrossFit gym or something. Yeah. There. Yeah. Then go in there and then just like, well, grab this guy's fast. Yeah. It looks pretty cool. Like it's going to be cool. Like you know, everyone dresses up. Yeah. It's like formal, formal event. Like I got my tux out. That's awesome. Like it's going to be. You have a tux? I have a tux. I, I have wow. a, a English tux. Wow. Yes. You know where you, which side you're dressing is? What time I what? <laughs> what? <laughs> My dressing? Yes. <laughs> this, this is a crude joke. That I'm, wait, wait, wait. Let wait. me guess. This is like an old joke. This is it? an actual thing that in the day, back in the day when you would get a, a suit cut, custom cut for you. Okay. They would ask you which side you like to put your pork and beans. Okay. That's how, that's how high they would cut up the scene. I got you. I got you. We live in the athlete age where they just leave you a lot of room down yes, there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There was a time when like, nope, they were. They're getting right up there. You got to pick pack, a side. Got to pick your packaging. So they, they would say, which side would you like your dress? I, I guess I'd go left, but I don't know. I, I don't have to worry about it. So it's all good. You don't have to worry about it. No. Please don't tell me. We're just <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit this part out. <laughs> Uh, yes. Wait, so you bring out your tux and you're going to watch people wearing the red and blue gloves and gear. Charity boxing event, 14 fights, 14 fights. That's a crazy. lot. Uh, we got ringside seats and Sweet. it's going to be it's going to be a good event. Obviously, it's going to be charity events, raffle tickets, silent auctions, all that great stuff. And looking forward to it. It's going to be yeah, good. Yeah, Hollyburn Country Club in Vancouver does something similar. Oh, yeah? And I've actually chatted with them uh, a couple of times about putting on a chararity karate match. Yeah, that's, I was, that's where I was going with this is that we could put something together like we've talked you know off air a little bit about an exclusive event something yes. like that and uh i think offering that for karate would be would be pretty awesome it'd be really good actually next year with the north american wadokai invitational championships at hollyburn that's our test case okay it's a test case if we can work together cool on something that is uh um really in our wheelhouse sure and if that goes really well we're going to look at the next stage. Sure. Yeah. My next stage. So I've been thinking about this fitness testing stuff. Ah. So in January, we have obviously 200 and something athletes Crazy doing enough. the fitness test. It's going to be, it's going to be nuts, but it's going to be good. Um, what I want to do is I want to do some kind of combat sports combine. Like, you know how the NFL has a combine where mm. they come in, they do all the tests, some of them very similar to the ones yes. we do, and they get their athlete profiles. They get not really ranked, but they get they see how they do on all these For ones. Sure. And coaches come in, they watch them, they like kind of see it's how good they're doing. Yeah. I want to get people from all combat sports once a year to come oh, in and wow. just do one big fitness test. That would be awesome. Boxing to, to taekwondo, karate, judo, totally. wrestling, everything. Just get them in there, run them all through the fitness test and see, see the how they give them a, a really nice like certificate like you did it congratulations yeah. and here's your score yes and then here's your ranking against everybody else in your sport at your age 100 percent. that's uh i love that idea yeah well 
I knew I'd have to tell you because you, you're good at getting things going. So. Yeah. <laughs> and that would create a lot of clients. Yes, I know. Love that idea. Yeah. Love that idea. So we'll, we we'll dissect more. that. We'll dissect we'll that. There we go. We're just talking about everything almost about karate here in this podcast. Well, it's all about, like you say, you know, you started off with a really good uh, theme about Freddie Mercury going for gold. Going for gold. Right on. So Karate Global News. Let's go in. Let's get into Let's a little karate because we got some co- uh, a couple cool stuff happening mm-hmm. here in Karate Global News. One, I saw this uh, just the other day. Shout out to Jay. We're getting lots of shout outs here today too. Jay Sangara here on the Team BC. He sent this to me. Now, the uh, WSO... World Sikh Organization. Okay, there you go. The World Sikh Organization has successfully advocated for the religious head coverings uh, for the World Karate Federation event. So the yeah. WKF will now allow males to wear their their religious headbands or whatever, the, the religious head coverings yep. in their events, which wasn't, they weren't able to do that before. Yep. And this was good. Uh, uh, Jay, who made the, the Canadian national team. Won the gold. Won the gold. In front of our very eyes. Yes but couldn't go on to compete in international competition yes. because of this banning of the head covering. So I know he was working a lot with Karate Canada to kind of put this forward a little bit to WKF. So shout out to those guys and shout out to the World Sikh Organization for, for getting this yeah, done. Big, yeah, Craig Vokey uh, personally took up the cause. That's awesome. And then so he was awesome. telling everybody, we all got to fire on the same cylinders. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't get in the way of the competition. There was really... Yeah. No good reason for it to be in yeah. place in the first place. And uh, it's 2018 and it's time to get rid of that kind of stuff. So it's great that they, that we got this. You know, there are different religious organizations that, you know, when they, unfortunately, some people, uh, well, for example, a long time ago, there was a time when um, some Muslim athletes or their coaches wouldn't allow a woman to officiate them. Right. Right. Yeah. So the woman would go out to officiate the guys and they'd be like, nope, no woman's officiating us. And then, WKF eventually were like, no, that doesn't work. Yeah. You know? And so, um, there could be the same thing. Like sometimes there were athletes like from two countries where the countries were not friends and, uh, one athlete might pull out of the competition specifically because they didn't want to compete against. And again, it was a random draw by the computer. Yeah. So anything that, you know, it's not getting in the way and this is their own personal thing. Why you know? not? Um, it's great. And you know how many people who enjoy karate yet they, they follow their, um, their religious organizations, um, you know, Mandates and, or whatever, and yeah. anyway, and I think the headwear really is, it's not even mandatory. It is just, if that's the, if they're practicing Sikh and that's what they do, they wear it. Sure. Right. And so really it's a personal choice, I think. And, sure. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Enough and they don't have to, sure, it doesn't get in the way. hundred percent. You know? It doesn't. Yeah. There's, there, yeah. It's a rule that should have been in place a long I time. I mean, if Japan came along and like the boys want to wear, uh, you know, kimonos, it's not going to fly. Well, I mean, if Japan <laughs> says it, <laughs> it might. Yeah, 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 <laughs> but, yeah, we're already wearing kind of a white kimono. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is great, and it's great to see a little um, uh, leadership from the Canada side. Yeah, for sure. So the new WKF rule reads now that com- competitors may use WKF-approved religiously mandated headwear. It has to be a black plain fabric headscarf covering the hair but not the throat area. So mm-hmm. that's the WKF ruling. They've had one for women a Muslim woman for a while now. Right, yeah. Yep. No, it's great. No, it's great that they're pushing things forward and it's about time. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. All right, uh, other karate global news uh, that we have here. You want to take us away on this uh, Tokyo 2020 Olympic medals? Yeah, so the Tokyo 2020 are trying to do 
weird and wacky things. Love it. I like weird and wacky things. Um, they have wanted to shoot rockets into space, and the rockets will fall back to Earth and then explode into fireworks. Hmm, I'm not crazy about that idea. No, <laughs> it's also crazy expensive. Sure. Um, for an Olympics, it's way over budget already. <laughs> um, but one is taking old recycled cell phones and refashioning them into the Olympic medals. Okay. Um, as not a bad idea, actually. I mean, what else idea. are you going to do with all those old cell phones? Exactly. Really? Um, so that's what they're saying that they're going to try and shoot for right now. Okay. Um, Again, 2018 friendly. And 2018 like friendly. Yeah. You know, a lot of cell phones end up being sent to places like Africa and people tear them down for all their precious minerals. Okay. Yeah, there's a... Uh, I was listening to a story where there was a guy who was buying it by weight from Germany. Mm. Like, they had all these cell phones and computers and stuff and they just... People weren't using it anymore. No one in the country was really recycling them. So just putting them onto these huge barges or containers, sending them to Africa. These guys are just ripping them completely all apart and getting all the rare minerals out. Okay. And then doing whatever they do with them, I yeah. guess. Yeah. So refashioning it, it's going to be kind of neat. Um, I think for the athlete, they're like, they just want to win-win. Yeah. They don't care what it's made <laughs> out of. I need to I just want one, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, do you realize that we're literally just, we're less than two years away? It's crazy. It is. So crazy. It is really, really... Uh, like 20 months from now. I know. It'll be... 20 months to The Olympics. Wow. That crazy. karate will be in. It's going to uh, be big. People kept asking me, who was I talking to yesterday? Are you going... Where's my mom? Um, like, are you going to want to be there? Do you, are you going to get a ticket? I'm like, man, if I can get a ticket, that would be amazing. If you can get a if ticket. If you can get yeah. a ticket. We'll find out from Arakawa Sensei. He's coming. I mean, obviously, we can get a ticket. Yeah, of course. I mean, know, media yep. and all that exactly. kind of stuff. But... Uh, yeah, our cousin will be here in February, so he's going to give us the update. Um, but the good thing is, you know, it's going to be online. So okay, is our cousin say he's part of the JK? Is he part of the? Is he part of the board or what's he? No, he our cousin say has two main roles. One is obviously running his club, sure. Karate. Yes. Second, he's the director at the International Budo University. Oh, okay. And because he's in the university system with the JKF, then he knows about. Everything gotcha. about everything. Gotcha. That's so he's happening and flowing and moving. Sure, and sure, sure, sure. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Well, there we go. 2020 doing some weird stuff with their medals. Yeah, it's going to be really neat. It's going to be really neat what they do. I mean, what we did with our medals just recently is we got recycled cedar and we had our the logos all etched into them. And it's such like an island thing to yeah, do. Yeah, it was such an island thing and it smells great. Yeah, they're the best. Um, so, uh, yeah. All right, next. All right, let's keep this, keep this ball rolling. So we're going to go on to a little bit of karate. Uh, no, sorry, we'll hit the karate quiz here in one sec. We're going to do a fitness training tip of the week. So I have a fitness training tip of the week. My training tip is you have to make sure you perfect your warm-up. Okay, you have to be able to perfect your warm-up. Whether it's in the gym, whether it's in your athletic training or whatever it is, you want to make sure that your warm-up routine is either the same or pretty close to the same uh, every single time. We know we've been over this where we have our little cues for if we're properly warmed up. Are we sweating? Is our heart rate elevated? Uh, are we more focused and are we less anxious? If those things are all in. You're warmed up. But how do we get to that point? It's going to be different for everybody. If you're in a uh, competition, you're going to want to make sure that you, again, warm up the same way that you always do. So you want to practice your warm up. You actually want to 
practice it well before the event. Make sure you're practicing it. Make sure you're perfecting it. This is what I'm going to do. If you can actually do that, it'll help you get into what we call a flow state, right? Mm-hmm. Where you're just in there because it's part of almost your your performance. Yeah, is yeah. your warm up, right? If, so if you if you keep the part the warm up the same every single time when you go to competition, you know exactly what to do that's going to warm you up and it's going to get you mentally prepared for your performance. Again, that could be for a competition, a tournament, whatever. But even in the gym, when you're training in the gym as well, you should. T- I, I hope that you've realized you should be taking a five to ten minute warm up to start at least. Yep. But that, for an individual basis, should also be almost the same. I mean, you can change machines, you can change whatever, but it should follow the same rhythm, like elevating your heart rate, uh, making sure you do your dynamic stretches, yep. making sure you're doing activating muscle uh, movements, whatever it is. But it should be this almost the same thing every single time so that when it's time to perform, it's time to train, you're already mentally prepared and you're ready to go. Totally. Yeah. So that's my, my fitness training tip. No matter what you're doing, uh, perfect your warm-up. Absolutely. I remember John Sharp had this warm-up where like, but an hour or two hours before he was up, he would go warm up for like maybe half an hour. Okay. Go through the whole routine, get really sweaty. Yeah. And then kind of calm his heart rate down. Yeah, to get yeah, the yeah, jitters yeah. out. We talked about that, yeah. And then just a half an hour before, he would go through the whole warm-up routine again. Sure. He was in super shape. Yeah, yeah. And then get all sweaty all over again. Yeah. You know? And I think it's important to, to recognize that it's obviously different for everybody. What's totally. going to work for somebody is not going to work for somebody else. But you have to learn through practice what it is that works best for you to warm how, you up. How long does it take you to warm up? If if I if I'm going to the gym to work out, it takes about 15 minutes. Okay. I, t- I take like 15, 20 minutes to warm up, make sure everything's going before I start lifting weights or whatever. If I'm ki- if I'm training or competing, it's the same thing, probably about five, 10 minutes. It's it's a little bit less probably, but yeah, at least 10 minutes warm up. I would okay. say. Okay. Yeah. What about you? I need at least half an hour. Half an hour. Yeah. I f- I, I think. You know, not to throw you in the buster, but the the older you get, the more time you probably need to warm up. Sure. Well, you do, um, just because it takes longer to lubricate those joints and stuff. Well, also for me, it's always been like, I don't want to rush my warm up. Sure, a hundred percent. Right, one hundred percent. I'm gonna stretch. I'm gonna do stuff. In the old days, like I would stretch till I had my full splits. Yeah, yeah. But then I'd be, i after a while, I was like, ooh, I'm kind of feeling too rubbery. Yes. Right. At a competition. My warm up would be about yeah same thing yeah. half hour. So I just take I just sort of take my time. Yes. Right, and then uh, a lot of times warming up still in running shoes. Mm, yeah, and right, it, to to save my ankles and my knees. What I also recommend too is is breaking up your warm up a little bit. So if it's thirty minutes, break it up into ten minute chunks. And this, this is especially important for karate tournaments because we know things can change, things mm. can happen. Your division might be moved. Yeah. But you can kind of then you know go through your whole thirty minute warm up, feel warmed up. Okay, my division's not up yet. It's been something's been moved back. Whatever. Totally. Oh, now I'm up in ten minutes. Now I have just my last. 10 minutes that I'm going to do in my warm-up. So it's still the same routine. You've just got it broken up so that you know you can adapt with it. Yes, yes. So know what works for you, perfect it, and and practice it. Practice your warm-up. In class here tonight, I I made the guys go through their warm-up. And Mm. some of them... Some of the younger guys didn't even really know, like, I don't know how to warm up. It's, it's like, funny because well, we're like, we do the same warm up almost every class. Exactly. Right? Like, yeah. And the like, same stretching routine. Just do like, what we do if that's yeah. what works for you or whatever. Exactly. But uh, yeah, so 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 figure it out. That's cool. Yeah. That's my, my fitness training tip of the week. Use it. Perfect Sweet. it. We'll go from there. All right. 
this week's karate quiz. Oh, he's gonna stump me. I don't. I don't have a great one this week, nope. but I got one. Yes. I think you're gonna get it. I, I. I'm sure you're gonna get it. But here we okay. go. So a karate quiz. Every week we're trying to see if we can stump Richard Mosdell on this. Okay. We're gonna give I'm you. I'm saying it's totally possible. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, it's. It's possible. It's, it's gonna, gonna happen. happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Yeah. I'm just not confident it's gonna happen this time. Okay. Who? This is the question. And you might even have different ways to go about this. Sure. But in the general consensus... General consensus. Who invented karate? Who invented karate? Wow. So now we're going back to Okinawa? Okay. Or are we, are we sticking around? It is, it is Okinawa. Yes. Okay. Is it... You could even yes. go further and break it down to a specific style. Oh, Okay. Maybe. And then who was the founder of that style? It's somebody who founded a style. Funny, somebody who founded a style. Mm-hmm. Man, see, I'm not the greatest with super history. Okay. Because when I was younger, everyone was like, he trained with a direct lineage of this yes. guy or this guy. I'm like, yeah, but what if he sucked? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if he wasn't any you know, good? Like, you know, so, I mean, hopefully if he passed along the, the master's certificate along, there's a lot of really old names out there. Moria Hirogane, Hirogane, but I mean, you have three main groupings of Tomate, Shurite, and Nahate, mm-hmm. right? Then you're looking back. There was even a, you know, Karate BC, I have it somewhere, the genealogy chart. Okay. Did you guys ever see that? Someone you, like, sh- you, you showed us, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, someone made it like ages ago, and then it goes all the way back, and eventually you get to like 10, it's basically men. Right. Okay. So it is a man. Yeah, it's it's. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a teaser. So this person is generally credited with having introduced and popularized karate on the main islands of Japan. On the main islands, friend. Well, it's Funakoshi if it's the main island. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's Funakoshi. (laughs) Funakoshi. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Well, that's that was the answer. (laughs) So, so I mean, the 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 myth is that. Around 1921, 22, or maybe a little earlier, one of the princes, I think he was maybe Prince Hirohito, right? Anyway, he goes to Okinawa and they show off karate. And he goes, this looks great. And Judo Kano goes, this looks great too. So Gichin Funakoshi, who's I think a teacher in his 30s or 40s, I think around 1922, he goes to Tokyo, either Kyoto or Tokyo first. And then ends up in Tokyo and Kano goes, why don't you teach karate? I'll help you get going. Hmm. And then it's still called like Te uh, or Okinawa Te or whatever, right? Okay. This word hasn't changed to karate yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And eventually you start using the word karate but they use like a different kanji. But other people go to J- mainland Japan as well. Like the Goju group, um, oh, I can't remember his name. Like Goju and Shituru have a different start. Okay. And then so one of them goes to 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 um osaka area but gichin funakoshi is the most famous like probably went first probably popularized the most got into universities you know uh and then the the guy that for ourselves for wado he trained with him mm. and then uh hiro otsuka was his first black belt in mainland japan well there you go so that's the answer and then more yep there's a famous book you can buy in like a lot of bookstores even here called My Way of Life. Okay. It's a little yellow. I have one here. All it's right. a little yellow book. 
Some of these questions are, are pretty funny. Yes. Uh, what uh, What is the difference between karate and martial arts? <laughs> oh, that's weird. <laughs> Just some random question. That's that some random running. question. But there you go. All right. Another week. That's a really good question. Like, that's one of those ones That's where, like a philosophical question. Yeah, and also, like, you could go for a Karate Canada black belt test. They might ask you, like, something very simple like that. Yeah. I, know, I heard they ask questions. So they might be like, who started karate in mainland Japan? Then you got to you whip out your foot. And now you know if you've now listened you to the know. Karate 360 podcast. That's right. Thanks to Richard Mazzo. We way, will stump you. We had one of our parents. Um, he works for um, a firm. And one of the things they do is they sell diving gear to... Um, um, the military. Okay. So he was in on some U.S. bases. It was like you know tanks and flippers and stuff and all kinds of really neat stuff. And uh, he went to Okinawa. His son didn't get to go with him, and he went to the um, Okinawa um, Museum on Karate, mm. the Karate Museum. That's cool. And he showed us pictures. And how he met the guy and all kinds of stuff on the wall, all the weapons, and it showed like how the weapon had evolved from being like a farm implement to actually being a weapon. Cool. Yeah. So one day we'll go and see it. Yes, we will. Okay. All right. Well, there it is. That's what we got here for the crazy. Anyways, that was the karate quiz. If you have a question Send that it. you think we can stump Sensei Richard Mazda with. Sure you can. Let's get it to me. Send it to me. <laughs> we'll see. Just send it to us. We'll make sure we get it. All right. Uh, we will stump Richard Mazda yet. And I'm going to. Find a better one for next week. This one was kind of a little scattered, but we'll get it. No, that one, right. like you know what? It's good you ask these questions, which a lot of people, if they're doing a little bit of reading or something, or they're geeking out on karate history, they for should sure. get the Funakoshi thing for sure. And it's good to know. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, I gave the name tonight on the podcast. Oh no, not in the podcast, but before the podcast of the man who's known as the father of Canadian karate. So you're turning the tides on me now. Starts with a T. He's he passed away like three years ago. Tell His me. own style association that Rodney's part of. I don't even know what style Rodney is, to be honest. So Soroka? A Soroka sensei. Soroka sensei was uh, known as the father of karate in Canada. Okay. I'm sure other people like actually know of other people that started with no connection with him, but he's because he started Karate Canada in the old form of NK. Listen here, Richard Mazel. I ask the questions. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you do the answers. All right. Uh, upcoming tournaments here in the karate world. Of course, we have the provincial championships. If you're locally here in the BC, uh, that's coming up this weekend. It'll yeah. be over by the time you listen to this. But we also have coming up in December, the next K1, uh, December 7th to 9th, is in Shanghai, China. That's a Series A. We also have a youth league in Italy on the 14th to the 16th. Then we have a a month break before the Premier League returns to Paris, France on January 25th to the 27th. And of course, we'll keep our eye on all of those events. Yes. All right. Well, yes. it's been another fun one, Richard Mosdell. How close we do 100? Next one. Holy moly. Is 100. You should break out the tux. We should break out the tux. <laughs> we should bring in the tux. <laughs> we, should, uh, we should think of something that we want to make. Maybe we should happen. record it someplace, not here, like... Let's do it somewhere, something, somehow. Mm. We'll think, well, let's put our we'll thinking think caps it. on. Yeah, right. it'd be kind of fun. Next episode, 100. Make sure to tune in, guys. We do appreciate all the support. Absolutely. All right, I'm Kalen Angloss. We'll talk to you guys next week for episode 100. San Rokumaru. Bye.